You got to chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Just not ready to crown his ass. I, I'm I ready to crown him. You're premature. Off. Premature coronation. Yeah, yeah. That's not a comment. <laughs> Even if it was like a quote teet, tweet. I like quote teets. Facts don't lie. Fluff, 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 fluff. Okay, real. And like, I can just see fluff, 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 real. I don't yeah. know what exactly all happened there, but. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with. No idea. Irrelevant. Here's Jim Rutledge. short today is it because we're betas prime or what happened here? <laughs> yes that's clearly why because they knew <laughs> alex strofe was on the program <laughs> the bucks are like we're just we're just gonna take over well yeah i mean Giannis is an alpha dame's an alpha it's too many alphas they gotta be some right betas yeah jeez. Yeah. Oh, all right this is Ronald hamilton uh we are only on to 5 30 that's because the streaking milwaukee bucks are um Coming up at 5.30. So this is what I wanted to get into. We're going to win a 3-0 in the Bucks Plus era. Great. They're also 8-8 eight eight in the Doc Rivers era. A great article was written on Six the and Ringer. 6-7 and in the Doc Rivers era. I The Ringer says they're 8-8. Eight eight. Well, that's including the three games under Joe Prunty. So, mm, depends. All right, 8-8 eight eight since letting go of Adrian Griff. Correct. There okay. you go. Right. Yeah, that would be the correct way to phrase that. Anyways, thanks for derailing all that. Uh, thank you. We are uh, we are a means of information. Our goals are to inform and to entertain, and we need to inform correctly. But <laughs> not the point of the story. Regardless, the ringer <laughs> has pointed out that the Milwaukee Bucks are eight and eight since since firing Adrian Griffin, and the reason for that is Doc Rivers. Because under Doc Rivers, the Bucks have gone from twenty second. Ranked defensively to a top six team uh, defensively. Take that for data. And uh, they have also improved offensively, especially Dame, because they've been running uh, a lot more of the two-man game. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible for mm-hmm. those who are not NBA you know, culture folks like Mr. Alex Stroff here. NBA R- guy. Running the uh, two-man game more with Dame, just basically allowing him to play more like he did in Portland is the simplest way to describe that. So those two things alone have helped the Milwaukee Bucks jump back. Even though they took a step backwards, they were playing better basketball. And then the last little bit there is that this never happened under Adrian Griffin, but under Doc Rivers, he pulled every player aside sat down with them and said, this is what I want you to do, and this is what I don't want you to do. And that was something that I think is important as well. So 844-770-3776. I want to say it's too early to tell, but did the Bucs make the right move hiring Doc Rivers? 844-770-3776. Because now is the time. What is with your face? Is it the sun in your eyes? Prime? Yeah, no, this is just my natural halo at 5 p.m. every day. No, like you had like a, like you were like not feeling the question. It is not reassuring. No, it's because I look to my there, right. It's just like, he's fine. Look at There's me. There's a then. lot of sun. There's right. a lot of That's sun. That's fine. Look at me then. I wanted to, I don't. Give yeah. me attention. <laughs> you give me the ick. You no need it. You, you, you take, you drain my bucket. I got to look somewhere else. Uh, anyways. <laughs> 
What do you think about Doc Rivers with the Bucks? Right move? Yeah, I think so, right? I mean, you're making an incredibly risky move as a team that was at the time, now in third place, but at the time was in second place in the Eastern Conference and fired their head coach. You don't want to roll with an interim, probably. You want to roll with somebody who knows what it takes to win at the highest of levels. And Doc Rivers, d- despite all of his blemishes and red flags, to use the term we used earlier, has won at the highest of levels. He is a championship-winning NBA head coach. So for what was available, what was out there, what the options were, Doc Rivers was by far the best one. So yes, at this point, I think it is the right move. And I do think he will be a long-term solution. Not long-term in in terms of he'll be around for a dozen years, but long-term as in I don't think they're going to fire him at the end of the season and pay a fourth head coach going into next season. Because remember, Budenholzer still being paid. Griffin, still being paid and will be being paid. And Doc Rivers signed a multiple-year contract. So I think he's the right answer for the next several seasons, and I do think they can get the job done with him. This is an encouraging sign that they're 3-0 out of the break. It's an encouraging sign that they held a professional basketball team to 26 points in the first half, the lowest mark in all of the NBA this year, two nights ago. And they play that team again tonight. So hopefully it will be 4-0 since the All-Star break and 4-0 in the Bucks plus era. Bucks.com slash plus. Doc Rivers, four-year deal. Does he finish his contract? Ooh. Now it maybe gets renewed or whatever. So Because that's basically Giannis. Will, but will he be the head coach for four years this year and, and three following? Yes. That's essentially Giannis's prime, most likely. Dame at 33 is on the back end of his prime. But they're only under contract, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if you have it in front of you, Jimmy, but or, or Ryan, but I, I think both of them are under contract for two more seasons after this, or is it three more seasons after this for we Dame can, and Giannis? We can get, I can get... Because uh, if they're all together, right? Like, if Doc is four years, I would assume this year counts, so three more years after this. If it's Dame and Giannis, three more years after this, and all of their contracts expire together, I would guess probably... But if, if they're gone a year earlier, I would guess Doc does not finish. I, I imagine if Giannis leaves, they would wipe the slate clean. Yeah, so they have Giannis. Um, he declined his player option for 25-26, so 24-25. Well, that's next year. There's more there. Upcoming contract extension. Here we go. Um, he is he has a player option at age 32. And he's how old? 29. So 27-28 season, he has a player option. Okay, so three more. So he'll be out at that point. And Dame is 33, and he has a player option for next season. Okay. So they're there through 26-27. Got it. Got it. And that's kind of, but again, that's kind of at the back end of the prime. Giannis would still be a top-tier player. I would agree. But mid-30s, you are probably really pushing the end of your prime. Yeah, I mean, the, the clock is certainly running out, and I think that's why they made such a desperation move at midseason by firing Adrian Griffin. They bring in, as I mentioned, a championship-winning head coach with the expectation that maybe he can turn this thing around because this puppy was not rolling in the right direction under Adrian Griffin. It wasn't rolling in the right direction under Joe Prunty and then into the beginning of the Doc Rivers era, but everybody had a minute to reset, take a breath, and they've come out of the All-Star break looking like a true championship contender, which is what the expectation has been all along when you have two of the greatest players of all time in Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo on your roster. You should be a championship contender. And they've looked like it the last three games. 
Hopefully that streak continues tonight against a bad Charlotte team, and hopefully that streak continues in next week when they've got teams like the Clippers on their schedule. They have a yeah, really hard schedule coming up over the next couple weeks. I know they it do. is yeah. a it is a gauntlet. Canopy Wealth Management's balanced approach helps guide you through a complex and ever changing landscape, creating a personalized wealth management experience throughout your family's financial planning journey. They will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward in all aspects, and offer their expertise to help you achieve your goals with confidence. When you work with Canopy, care, confidence, and clarity isn't a tagline; it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started on your financial journey today. That's canopy-wealth.com. Uh, we're going to throw some stones next in Rutledge and Hamilton. Presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Also brought to you by J&K Security Solutions. Securing homes and businesses in the Madison area since 1987. Do you want to bring us back? Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. What are you doing? What is it, 30 seconds? Uh, 56. 56 seconds? That's a minute. Well, you could have brought us back. It'll be fine. You're well, Alex Stroff. I, I don't know what to do. I don't want to step on your toes. Uh, you're Alex Stroff. You can do what you want. I am Jim Rutledge. Uh, this is Rutledge you. and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Cut that. Uh, <laughs> you, you can do you what you that. want. But, uh, look, Ooh. we're all winners. Go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Someone won over $300,000 with a $3.25 bet. So go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Yeah, guys, everyone knows that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. And while I may have a beautiful halo of uh, sunshine around my head right now on the ESPN Madison YouTube stream, uh, it is after dark here, guys, so why don't we just get right into it. Um, LeBron James had one to remember last night. He helped bring the Lakers back from a 21-point deficit in the fourth quarter, scored 19 points, five three-pointers in the the fourth quarter, and... Lakers coach Darvin Ham uh, wasn't shy to say that, uh, you know, when he felt like he had to, he knew LeBron, it was time for him to, uh, quote-unquote, whip it out. Oh. When speaking about um, whether or not LeBron finally pulled the cape out from under his seat, guys, what do you think about Darvin Ham's choice of words there saying LeBron whipped it out, out of context? <laughs> Strofe? He certainly whipped it out. I mean, no doubt about it. Uh, that's, that's an unfortunate choice of words. But, I, I mean, if... You know, the thing is with with quotes and when you're quoted, you're not thinking about the degenerates 
and people that have their minds stuck in the gutter like you and I do, Willie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even going to rope Jim in with us on this. Because you and I are much <laughs> dirtier than Jim is, as dirty as he is. I think you'd be surprised. Have you listened to After Dark? I have, many times. Um, okay. Yeah, but whipped it out. LeBron, <laughs> though, I mean... It's actually unheard of what he's doing. He's been doing that. He's been whipping it out for 20 years at this point. It's a long time. It's good stamina. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, no yeah. Matt, you know, Matt Hamilton is no LeBron James, I'll tell you that. But um, see, I would imagine that was... LeBron is at times can be a little bit uh, funny and subvertive, but not as uh, thirsty as Giannis. So um, interesting uh, turn of phrase there, but... Eh. I liked it. it Sixty nine. I like that number. Yes. All right, 69, guys. Like Giannis needs to like. Giannis is just he's backing up a little bit. There. Yeah, like he's got a wife. I don't get what the deal is with him sometimes. And children. <laughs> the way he talks, you would think it's me talking. Right. Honestly. All right, guys. Uh, another one. Um, this isn't quite after dark, but uh, we were talking about red flags early in the show, and. Why don't we get into some uh, NFL prospect possible red flags? Yeah. So there's uh, DBs and tight ends were being interviewed, and they were being um, tested today at the Combine. And Texas Tech DB Tyler Owens actually said while being interviewed that he doesn't believe in space or the existence of other planets, uh, partially due to some of his religious beliefs. And then uh, Illinois tight end Tip Ryman also said that he thinks pigeons are not real. He said, quote-unquote, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? How do we know that pi- power lines aren't pigeon recharging stations? Whoa. So, guys, Jim, I'll start with you. Which of these quotes do you think is a bigger red flag as a draft prospect? Not believing in space or not believing in pigeons? It's hard to say uh, because the pigeons one is a literally someone made up a lie about birds not being real to see if they could get people to bite on it. And Fox News picked it up and ran with it. And then other idiots just picked it up as a real thing. So that one's hard because you just like got got hard. And now it's just like a decent percentage of the population. Uh, not percentage, a decent amount of the people in the population because even 1% uh, is a lot of people. Believe that one. The... Uh, the other one is really troubling to me because beliefs are beliefs, science is science. So you can believe whatever you want, but science is factual. You can literally see the stars and the moon from Earth. And all you have to do what, is do basic basic, but he, basic no, you math. You can see stars and in the figure, moon. He just doesn't believe in other planets. You can see other planets at times, too, you from can. here. It's true. But not, without, not, not with just my bare eyes. Your bare <laughs> Sometimes eyes. Sometimes you can. You can at times. You can Like, honestly, if I was a GM of a team, one, I'd be like, if I'm the NCAA, I'm like, student athletes, are you sure? Uh, then two, I'd be like, you better be damn <laughs> Texas Tech. Because if it is a but, if it is a split, and I see two prospects as, as equal, Jim. and one says, I don't believe in planets, and I think the world's flat, I'm pick, I'm taking the other guy. That's that's definitely the bigger red flag. I totally agree with, with you. But with the pigeon guy, what'd you say his name was, Ryan? Tip Ryman from Tip Illinois. Tip Ryman, number one, his name is Tip. That's an amazing name. And think about how great of a hang he would be in the locker room. Right? You're talking to Tip about pigeons being recharged on the power line out in the parking lot at Lambeau Field. Like, I would love him as a locker room morale guy. Yeah, but He's not you, hurting anybody. You believe, he knows how to play the tight end position really well. Like, who cares? If you believe those things, you're just going further down the road. But who cares? I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and try to change his mind. I'd rather listen to him tell me about the crazy conspiracy about baby pigeons. I've Be never curious, seen a baby pigeon. Judgment. Ryan, have you seen a baby pigeon? Um, I've never seen a baby Jim pigeon. Jim Rutledge, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? I'm literally Googling it right now. So I'm asking yes. you if you have ever seen one prior to this Google search. Google lies. Uh, yeah, right there. Have you ever prior to that seen a baby pigeon? Here. You want to know why? Jim, answer the damn question. Prior to that, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Uh, I don't know. 
Exactly. <laughs> I don't Tip know. Ryman would be a good hang. That's not that big of a red flag to me. The other one is a massive red flag, though. Yeah, not believing in planets. Is tough. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's truly insane. Crazy. And and like, oh, whatever. I'm just gonna leave it alone. Well, you know what, Jim? You don't have to say anything else because you know what? You stuck with science today, so I'm gonna go ahead and give you this win. Are you four and this week? Oh no, you won one of them, didn't you? I don't think so. I mean, Jim kind of spits hot fire. I don't. I don't know what to say. Uh, he does. Mainly the big, main reason why you don't see baby pigeons is because, you know, the mothers want to protect their kids. So they have oh. very protected nest. So obviously yeah, that, they that, wanna... that was kind of my joke. Yes, I know. I know, like, I know, I know baby you know, pigeons are in nests. But clearly... He'd be a great hang, I bet. Like, I, I honestly, I think I would enjoy, like, hanging out with Tip Ryman. At this point, if you're a conspiracy person and you believe some of these things, it's a major red flag. I don't find it funny anymore. I find you, it concerning. Oh, you're over it? I, I find it concerning. It is because... Uh, but here you can you can look it up. Human beings have a uh, primal need to explain things, and conspiracy theories scratch that itch, and it really represents not being able to think functionally as someone <laughs> who can uh, deduct facts you to got believe going, conspiracy Ryan. theories. You got them going. No, but seriously, because your brain wants to explain everything, and it's hard for people to understand that not everything can be explained. So then you apply insane you five seconds to explain conspiracy theories. You're just basically dumb if you believe in conspiracy theories. This is Roger Hamilton. We're sending back to his See ya.